Welcome to the Halloween Unleashed Podcast. Does your friend or family or even yourself own your own small business? Or do you work for a company that is constantly struggling with marketing and figuring out ways, trying to figure out how to keep the doors open, bring in more business, or simply just grow sales? Listen. I know finding the customers you need online can be overwhelming. The customers are out there, but what is the best way to reach them? It's not enough to just build a website and hope that they will come. If you're searching for a proven digital expert to help you find new customers, get existing customers to buy from you more often, Dotcom Media is here to help. Their team has years of experience and proven history of helping businesses fuel their growth through multiple channels and multiple strategies. They'll do all the hard work of attracting new customer leads for your business. Then you can focus on making your business extraordinary. If you would like a quick demonstration of all the different types of services that .com Media does, Go to dot-commedia.com, that's dot-commedia.com, and check out all of their services. And mention Halloween Unleashed when you're booking your appointment and receive 20% off any service. You can't lose. All right, everyone, listen up. If you're like me and suffer from a gluten allergy or your celiac, well, let me tell you, When I discovered that I was gluten intolerant, I thought that my days of just having a nice cold one after work were over. Well, let me tell you about a little beer called Red Bridge Beer. It is brewed in St. Louis, Missouri by Anheuser-Busch that does Bud Light, Budweiser. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. Bottom line is, it is an amber ale that is free of wheat and barley Red Bridge Beer is the best tasting gluten-free beer on the market, and it's the most available. So please, go check out ABC Liquor or your local liquor store to ask about Red Bridge Beer and try it out. Do yourself a favor, drink beer again with Red Bridge Beer. Welcome, everybody, to the first ever Halloween Unleashed Live. I am your host, Chris Morgan, and welcome back to the show, Dylan Cloud. Dylan, how are you? Man, Chris, it's good to be back on the show. You know, I had a, probably about, what, six weeks since I've been on. You know, we, we managed to, to find uh, that rock that Brandon was under and get him out of it and back on the show and, you know, listen to the rest of the Dan Farron stuff and uh, so it's been it's been kind of cool sitting back and watching it again, like when I first started. But man, it's great to be back talking with you. Yeah, it was definitely cool to get him back on the show um, to just round out that series. And um, he was going through some personal stuff for quite a while. And you know, no, I'm not going to mention it on here. It's not my business to. It was confidential. And uh, definitely wishing him well. And uh, just saying too that uh, it was nice. I, I kind of reached out um, 
and said, Hey man, we got to get you on one of these episodes. And it just sort of happened that, you know, his schedule was free and, you know, the stars aligned and we were able to get a, get an episode together. So it was honestly, it was pretty cool. And it was right around a year since the first time he was ever on the show when we did the Halloween mask episode. So it actually worked out, you know, it was actually really, really cool. Yeah, I was glad to hear him on there. You know, he's like you said, he's been going through some stuff, and I was about to file a missing persons report on him because he had he's been you know away from the show for so long. But uh, I think it was it was good to see you guys back on and you know recapturing some of that 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 glory of that episode because I think I think if I'm correct, that's still the most popular episode of the show. Um, yes, but it is slowly, slowly dwindling. Um, I will say that. Uh, I'm sure one of the one of the Dan Farron's episodes is probably close now, isn't it? It's definitely getting there for for sure. Um, so it's, uh, but yeah, it you know it's uh, it's it's about about 8,400 total downloads. Uh, I'm talking about the Halloween Six Mask episode. I don't want to get that confused to what uh, the Dan Farron's episodes are, but uh, you know it is kind of stalled out at right around 8,400 and. The Dan Farron's episodes are still climbing. Uh, the last time I looked, which has been about a week, episode one of the Dan Farron series was actually um, close to 2,500. So it is still climbing. And uh, yeah, it took almost a year for the Halloween 6 mask episode to reach uh, 6,000. So um, I have no doubt that that is going to, that that series is going to probably top and overtake Um that one and, of course, Marianne's coming up starting next week. Oh, yeah, and I can't wait to hear all those. I think you said it's going to be a five-parter. That's going to that's gonna be sweet. For sure. Yeah, it's uh, – she she's so much fun to talk to. And it's um, – you know, I can't – I can't even begin to put it into words, like just how surreal this entire thing has been. Um, Dan, I've been friends with for obviously for a very long time, but to reach out, I mean, you were part of that. You saw the first message I ever sent to her and my message wasn't like something that you would expect someone to just come back and say, yes, I would, I would love, I was just kind of reaching out shot in the dark, you know, we'll see what happens. And, the rest, as they say, is history because not only has did she agree to do it, not only did she agree to get to know me, chat, and feel comfortable, but look what happened out of that. I mean, the whole thing, it just was, it took on a life of its own, and I can honestly say I can call her a friend today uh, through that connection, and it just shows you that every once in a while, you need to you need to take that chance and listen to your gut and say what do I have to lose and just do it you know because uh, without that I I can honestly say um, we wouldn't have what we have at this point with her. Oh yeah, just thinking back. I mean, even if just a year a year ago, if it you know if if I had said man in a year's time you'll have been, you'll have logged you know an episode with Dan Farrens, which you might have believed that, but I said you're gonna have a five-part installment series with, with the star of Halloween six, you know, especially the, the 17 year old you that's still in there would have been like, ah, oh, bullshit, go fuck yourself. 
Yeah, I totally would have. And um, I had a I had a few beers in me that night, few few gluten free beers. Thank you, Redbridge, and a couple glasses of wine. So I was feeling pretty good. And you know, sometimes I just I'm better when I'm when I'm a little buzzed. Was the wine also gluten free? Of course it is. <laughs> you're not a drinker. Uh, you're not a drinker, so it, it totally makes sense. You don't know. You don't know if it's gluten free or not. You dipshit. <laughs> uh, a drinker only of the finest carbonated beverages. Yeah, like Sprite. <laughs> hey, I've got my cornet gimmicks. You've got yours. <laughs> yeah, that that is true. That is true. Um, yeah, we got a couple people that just joined in. Uh, we have Daniel Parker and Greg just joined us. Uh, guys, we just got started, so you know you haven't missed much. Now we got onto gluten-free beers and wine and Dylan Sprite. So, so you want to jump into the to the V seventy five now that we got a few people in? Yeah, um, but you know, for for those that are just joining us, I, you're like I said, you know, Dylan and Bitterman and you are going to hear this a few times now, but. I don't expect a ton of people here tonight, guys. It's the first time that we've ever done this. Um, we got a chat room. Hopefully, you can see that. Um, just say hey to everybody. Let us know that you can hear us okay. Everything's coming through. Um, if at some point we're covering something that you want to hear um, or a question pops up or something like that, just type it in the chat room. And if you want to be unmuted, we can unmute you and you can ask it just like a call-in show. Or if you just want to write your question in the chat room, Dylan and I are both looking at the chat and we'll jump in there as, as soon as we can because we didn't have a ton of questions um, on the page. So that's another reason for this. Make it, make it interactive and just make it fun and just try something different. But since it is brand new, since it is a new type of thing, we're taking people away from social media, asking them to go to a quote unquote meeting, uh, type, type device. I don't, I just don't know how, how many people are going to feel comfortable jumping in, but you know, you know, it's going to be an interactive show. That was kind of the goal. So if, if it is interactive, it is fun. People are going to hear the podcast. They're going to say, you know what, next time they do one of those, I'd like to jump in that, you know? So you got anything you want to say? I mean, I think I'm, I'm, I'm certainly a big fan of fan interaction, you know, when it comes to any show, be that, you know, like a YouTube live stream, which, you know, might be something we could look into in the future, but, you know, just whenever you get interaction on a live show, I don't know. I think it, it just, it makes it more personal for the audience and, you know, especially because a lot of these people know us as friends anyway, but I think it's just sometimes cool to see your questions or, or get a shout out on a show or something like that. And I, I mean, I certainly look forward to doing more of these. I mean, hell, maybe we can do a, you know, a, a live Halloween special later in the year. You know, if this works out, I mean, if, if those can see, like, uh, I'm sharing my screen right now, fuck. I mean, we could do watch alongs, you know, put, put the movie on mute and, you know, we could watch it and just do like commentary, like mystery science theater, 3000 type shit, you know, which would be fucking great. I, I, I love that stuff. And Daniel and Greg, we can uh, see your messages. So awesome. Glad you guys found it and everything's working good. Perfect. So, um, just like I announced earlier in the week in the group, 
We're covering the V75 this week. You guys are for, uh, part of the very first live Halloween Unleashed live episode. Um, and today's all about the V75. But before we do that, uh, since this is new, Dylan, we got to talk about new balls. New balls. New, new balls. New balls. Say bye-bye to hairy nuts. Take better care of your balls with Manscaped the very best at men's below-the-belt grooming. Get the tools for your family jewels, and if you don't like shaving your balls because you've cut them to hell and back like Michael Myers did to several of his victims, then grab the new Lawnmower 3.0. It is with proprietary skin-safe technology. What's that exactly mean? Well, it means that you're not going to nick or snag your nuts. Finally, Manscaping accidents are a thing of the past. By the way, you shouldn't use the same trimmer. You know, I know that some people have a problem with this, but you shouldn't use the same trimmer that you use on your face, that you use on your nasty, sweaty, hairy nuts. First, like I said, it's nasty. Second, you're going to look like one of Michael Myers' worst victims and that he just went to town on your ball sack. You don't want that to happen at all. You won't hurt yourself with the new crop preserver either. It's an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already use deodorant on your pits, so why not use it on the smelliest part of your body? Your nuts. If you're listening to this right now and you want to make your nuts smell better and not nick them and cut them all up to hell, you're going to get 20% off with this promo code plus free shipping. You know, it doesn't come with coronavirus, so that's a good thing. But you want to use the promo code UNLEASHED at manscaped.com. Your balls were thank you. Make sure that you use the tools for your family jewels. And now we're back. New sponsor. I just want to know why all of our sponsors have to be genital related. (laughs) Well, if you haven't noticed, we have a very high male listenership. Wouldn't advise uh, taking a blue chew before you before you use those. You know what? I don't need blue chew, but if I need to go into second, third, and fourth round, it is a great, great, great thing. And if I've used Manscaped and not nicked my nuts to hell, I've used the Lawnmower 3.0, and I use the anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. It makes things a lot more pleasant when you got a nice blood-filled cock. So. There you go. Oh, I hope I have your libido when I'm 45. What is that, a music group? (laughs) Oh, you're such an old man. I am. All right, so on to today's topic now that we've talked about our nuts and getting our peckers hard and all that stuff. Uh, Lead us in, man. I will shut up and let you take it at this point. Uh, we, I couldn't shut you up if I zippered your mouth shut, but so yeah, like you said, we're talking about the V75. Um, we didn't get a ton of questions, but we got a couple of them. Um, but I kind of want to start off with a little bit of origin history. What year did the, this project, uh, first come to light? Um, it started like we started talking about it in the fall of 2011, right after the legendary 75 came out. And, uh, we actually started to break ground on it um, in January of 2012. 
and then shortly after that is when um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mabry came uh, knocking on my door, telling me that I had to hang up the Night Stalker and you know, more so Mabry than Zephyr. I mean, Zephyr let me know that Mabry was upset. And then uh, that's when Mabry and I spent the six hours on the phone. And I had to listen to him talk to me about how he had been ripped off on the nightmare, how he was never paid for that, and how now that he has a license, he can sue me to hell and back and all this shit. So um, it was just one of those things that, if I was thinking about doing that project because I knew that he was going to shut down the legendary 75 after that, um, because it was a derivative of the night stalker slash nightmare. Um, for those of you that don't understand the nightmare and the night stalker are the same mass. They're just named differently because I didn't want people to get confused with nags version. So, um, yeah, that's really when it started and it just, uh, it was like a perfect storm that, uh, that started at that point because my friend uh, Kevin Murphy, who was my sales representative at uh, Smooth On and Reynolds Advanced Materials um, here in Orlando, he actually was fired um, because there was a new management in town, and he—I uh, don't want to say he didn't play well with others, but you know he was one of those type of people that if you came and started to try and throw your weight around, he was going to stand up to you. And the new boss didn't like that. So he was, he was sent packing and he called me up, said he could work on projects because that's when you go to work at smooth on, you can't work on any personal projects and you sign a contract for that. So, um, anyway, he, he's a, he's a sculptor and he was looking for work. And I said, well, I, I just got a call today that this is what happened. Uh, my highest sellers being shut down and I need to get this thing rocking and rolling. And he said, no problem. So I had the Shatner life cast and, um, he started from the Shatner life cast. Uh, I siliconed it, clay poured it, uh, with a Chavant medium clay. That's before monster clay was, uh, was out to the masses in public. Um, got a nice clay pour off of it and he started on it the very next day and he worked on it for about three weeks and, uh, he had to leave the project because he got a, a longer term, um, it was still freelance, but he got a longer term position with more consistent pay. He was, uh, going to go work on like, um, death stroke masks, uh, with a, um, with another local, garage art, um, independent studio here in the central Florida area. And he left the project and I'm going, what the hell am I going to do at this point? And then, um, at that point he moved on and, uh, Michael Burnett, uh, that, that, that name may ring a bell to some people that follow, um, artists around a lot of people in the horror community know him, but he is, uh, most famously known for, um, he is the makeup director and head producer of Halloween Horror Nights and has been for a long time. Um, he had his card in the Reynolds um, Smooth On shop and I just happened to pick it up and I gave him a call. And I asked, I actually asked Kevin Murphy about him and he said, yeah, he's a really good sculptor. 
uh, he was the second sculptor on the project. I mean, there was a total of four projects. He, he jumped in. He was, um, he was this, the second sculptor on the project. As I said, he, um, he had it for about three weeks and the advancements that, um, that Kevin had taken that life cast to not make it look like a life cast sculpt. Well, Michael Burnett turned around and took it about 25 steps backwards, um, in the opposite direction. And, um, I went on a Tuesday night. I'll never forget it. Um, guy who worked on one, uh, one or two or one, uh, several of my, uh, independent films that I've shot over the years. Um, he lived about a mile from Michael Burnett's shop. We went down there at about seven, seven thirty, and, uh, I fired him, um, asked him to give him, give me my shit and, uh, picked it up from him left. And about that time, um, Luke was finishing, uh, Luke, Luke was finishing it up on the JTK, which had two projects going on now that the night stalker and L 75 was, uh, retired at that point because I had to now replace not one, but two masks. Um, he finished up the JTK and was said, if you ever need me in the future. And I said, perfect timing. I got another Kirk project and, um, he worked on it for about six months, close, close to that. And, um, he got as far as he could, didn't have time to finish it off cause he was going uh, back to England which is where he's from. And I took the project back. And at that point, Amy had reached out to me and said, Hey, I'm looking, looking for work. So at that point I, I hired her on to finish it off and she dialed it the rest of the way that, that Luke took it. I would say about 85% of it is Luke's uh, sculpt. About 15% of it is Amy's. So, um, but yeah, she finished it off and, the V75 that's scrolling by for those that can see is what we all know to to this day. A very long way to answer mine and Todd Bentley's question of does it come from the life uh, Shatner life cast and uh, I guess technically it does. Um, how long did you roll with the V75 consistently? You know, excluding the the time that you were away, uh, how many years did it? You know, was it actively produced? Well, um, sorry, I had to take a drink. Um, the JTK was doing so well that there was really, there was no rush to bring out the V75. But, um, you know, as we, as we were moving into the fall of 2012 and, um, getting into a hey, real quick, I got to jump in here real quick. I saw Chad's, uh, thing. He says getting HMMAT live flashbacks. Chad, I hope that it was the good parts of HMMAT Live because that was a absolute fucking disaster. Um, for those that don't know, we did a live birthday episode on the one-year anniversary of the first HMMAT, and the we were doing a giveaway that night, a giveaway of a mask nonetheless. So we had about 300 people in the chat room that night. And I guess the Spreaker live interact, interactive uh, live podcast thing could not handle the traffic. And it crashed the entire fucking episode, like right in the middle of it. And 
absolutely destroyed it. So when he said that, I'm going, oh, shit, what's going on? <laughs> uh, so anyway, back on. Um, yeah, Rick, Rick, I see Rick's in the chat. What's up, Rick? Uh, Rick was uh, was on that phone call, too. Maybe we'll get him on here tonight before we get off. But uh, back on the subject, we were rolling into the fall of 2012. JTK was kicking ass. Um, I really don't think Justin Mabry thought that, you know, by retiring the Nightmare slash Night Stalker and the L75, Legendary 75, I don't think he ever thought in his in in his wildest dreams that we were going to come out with two mat not one but two masks to replace the ones he was hanging up and that WMP was not only going to sustain but it was going to grow. And had that been the case he probably would have said no to that as well but you know needless to say it didn't happen thank god and as we were rolling the rest of the, the 2012 year, I went to sleep one night and I had a dream. I had a very vivid dream of the opening to Halloween H35. And I bring this this little film up because it is honestly the catalyst for how the mask was introduced to the to the public. And I dreamt the entire uh, mask-making scene at the very beginning of the film, all the way up through where he's making the mask. And I dreamt that entire thing. And I said, I got to jot this down on paper when I got up. This was obviously pre-kids, so I, I had my full brain working at that time. So I'm jotting all this shit down on notebook paper as I'm drinking my coffee feverishly and then i decided that well fuck why not do why not do a sequel to h30 it's been almost five years we'll call it h35 and i got a catalog of masks uh that i can throw in there i'll come up with a way to kind of use the company to pay for the film and it's if you watch if anybody's watched that film it says it looks like a sixty minute WMP commercial it basically is, um, so that was kind of the thought process. But I said, well, we got this V seventy five that's been heavily promoted every time we get an update through the WMP message boards. What if we incorporate this thing into the film, and that's the first time that you ever see this mask? And then when the mask is released, it'll be, it'll coincide to the release of the trailer so that, you know, there's some, there's some payoff of the expense we're going to put out for the movie. And that's kind of, that's kind of the way it went. And on the day of the V75's release, we had 10, 10 pre-done copies, 10, and it was first come first serve. And all 10 copies sold out in 90, 90 seconds. So that was in March of 2013. So, um, yeah, it started in January of 2012. Uh, the, the sculpt was actually finished in, finished in November of 2012. And, uh, we released it in March of 2013. And then from that point, from 2013, I think the last copies that, 
I, I know the last copy I physically did was for my friend Patrick J- Jacobs that I've known since the year 2000, believe it or not. So 20 years. God, that's a long time. And, um, you know, I did his copy in 2015 and Cohen, uh, right back to back. I did one for Jeffrey McLean who had his stolen at the Myers house, uh, Halloween party, uh, one year. And he reached out. I was honestly, I was moved on to moved on to my photo career, uh, I was in management there and I told him I would do it over a Christmas break because I got the holidays off. I had three weeks off and I said, I'll just do it then. I did it for him. That was the last copy I did. So that I think that was in 2016. Um, and then Rick Ramby, after he and I got um, got close, I offered him an opportunity to work on some. I sent him the master, trusted him, and he did a bang up job on, on the on the Genesis copies and um, I said, why not let him let him run with it for a little while? Um, and he did, did a stellar job. And then we ended up getting like all these really nice masters and stuff. And uh, I was like, I'm running out of space here. I've got other projects on the shelf that I'm wanting to do. But if I keep doing projects, I'm not going to have any room at all for anything. So it made that mold and uh, the Genesis mold expendable at that point. Um, I had had my fun with them. I wasn't selling them anymore. Uh, nobody ever even reached out to ask for one anymore. So I'm like, why am I holding on to this other than just for nostalgia at this point? You know. Um, so it was at that point I, w- I made the decision to sell it, and it's owned by Josh Palmer at Shallow Grave FX right now. So. If Anybody wants me to do a blank, I'd be happy to do one. Uh, but you know, but yeah, he he owns the mold now. Oh, sweet! I thought I'd heard some some whispers about that because I know you know I've never seen Josh do a Myers, and he does tremendous Jason work. So I'm you know patiently awaiting to see what he does with that. So you haven't done one in five years. Um, about four and a half, you know, I, I did, uh, Jeffrey McLean's and, oh, actually, no, you're right. It is five. We just, yeah, yeah. This year would have been five years. I, I did his, I forgot. I wasn't at the photo place in 2016. I was there in 2015. So I did Patrick's in 2014 and I did Jeffrey's in 2015. It got my dates mixed up a little bit. So the V75 in the opening of H35, when he converts the new mask and puts it on, that's the V75. Yes, sir. Badass! I love that scene in that movie. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of um, like I had I had written a Halloween remake reboot movie um, way back in '07, and I had kind of loosely written like a scene where he could like when he gets the Kirk and then converts it, and then like I said when I when I dreamt the opening of the H 35 movie, I actually saw it very vividly of the conversion scene. And I was like, okay, now I can rewrite the scene to fit this particular movie. So I wish I could say that in my dream, it was that vivid, but I had already written that scene several years prior. It was just one of those things where it was able to be seen differently. I guess you could say reimagined. 
And I guess we've already answered uh, Daniel Parker and Cody Mc, uh, McMurray's questions about, you know, future plans with it now. But, uh, you know, now uh, Josh over at Shallow Grave owns that. And I don't think it's on his website yet, but I imagine it's probably on its way. So anyone interested in one or looking for that, just keep an eye out on the Shallow Grave website for that, I imagine. Yeah, Josh is a good guy. I, I've uh, I've ordered a few things from him. Um, I've sold him several things throughout the years and uh, he actually reached out to me when that creation X curse K U R S E was coming out and he offered it to me at first. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy that damn thing. And then right before I got the opportunity to buy the SSN molds in 2018, I actually revisited with Josh and I said, Hey, I'm, I might be able to retool that and fix it and make it not look so shitty. <laughs> you know? uh, and he's like, yeah, it does look shitty. That's why I'm selling it. You know, so I'm not shitting on Josh. He had nothing to do with that project. He just bought them bought the master. Uh, but yeah, I, I ended up um, getting the SSN opportunity right after that. And I said, Josh, I don't mean to be a dick, but I'm going to grab this. And he goes, no problem. He goes, I'm just trying to get rid of this piece of shit. And if you're not buying it, I'm going to sell it to somebody else. It ended up going to James Grimm, which he cut some shit for. Um, he didn't know the history on it either. And then he sold it off. So that thing's that K U R S E has been, uh, passed around like a hooker at a Coke party. <laughs> At least the hooker at the Coke party gets you something nice at the end. Not, not, not with that, man. You, you, you end up with the fucking hiv. That shit. That's why you use protection, dog. There ain't no protection is gonna save you from that. <laughs> you sound very experienced in this area. Dude, you could, blue dude, you could go to the fucking um, Trojan warehouse and wear every condom that they've ever made, and you'd still get fucking herpes from it. <laughs> so I get to wear a hefty trash bag. Hey, if that's what works for you, just don't bite. Just don't bite at the Dollar Tree. Hefty, hefty, hefty. But um. I don't know where I was going to go with that. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what Josh does with that. And um, yeah, that, that creation curse was was dog shit. Um, were there ever future plans that you had with the V75? Like, like, had you not sold it, did you ever consider maybe doing something with it? Or Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to give specifics. I mean, because Josh owns the mold now, and I don't want to make him feel like he bought something inferior, but, um, cause he didn't, and, you know, the, the V 75 holds a very special place in my heart. Always, always will. Um, but, uh, there were some things I was wanting to fix that, you know, I felt like it could have been tightened up a little bit. Um, it would go, it would be very, highly irresponsible of me if I didn't mention this. There's a lot of people that say, well, it doesn't even look like the life cast. You know, yours is the only sculpt that doesn't look like the life cast. Well, you got to think about it. There was four different sculptors on the project. So when it started as a life cast, it looked like a life cast casting. Uh, but 
as you have each individual individual artist work on it, it changes. And Kevin um, obviously was taking my my suggestions a very specific way, and he came up with his vision uh, with my producing. And then when Michael Burnett got it, he made it completely unrecognizable um, to anything. It looked it looked horrible, absolutely horrible. So Luke had a lot of work on his hands. So the fact that it doesn't look like the life cast, it's not surprising when you have four different sculptors on it. And I just told you that the the second guy who had it just fucked it fucked it three ways from Sunday. And I'm sorry, I don't. I'm not shitting on the guy purposely, but you got to understand. I still, when I fired him, he still charged me. He had his family lock his uh, office door with the sculpt inside of it and refused to give me my fucking property until I paid him $500 to get it back. So if I feel like I'm coming off harsh towards this guy, it's for that reason. That pissed me off. It's like, well, first of all, you haven't, you haven't communicated with me in six weeks at all. And now you had a project that was 80% done and now you've taken it back to 20%. And now I've got to pay someone. Now I got to pay you to just to get my shit back. And then now I've got to pay somebody else to fix the shit that you fucked up. That wasn't fucked up in the first place. So I'm, I'm not, pissed at him still because obviously I've moved on to other things, but it, it just, you know, when I go back and I think about that, that situation, it does get under my craw a little bit, I guess you could say. Your craw. Yeah. Well, you should know, you know, you're from the South, right? It's a Southern term. Florida's not the South. Let's clarify that right now. It's more Southern than you. Direction wise, yes, but it's not yep. so. End of story. Done. So moving on. Um, I hope you get Corona. I can't drink it. <laughs> I got gluten allergies. <laughs> well, I hope you eat something with gluten in it. No, you don't. I don't. That would be awful. No, you already think I'm a douche in text as it is. Imagine when I get gluten in me. I'm I'm a lot more of a douche. You are a douche in text. Everyone knows this. Yeah, well, people still get their fucking vagina hurt every time I respond short, and they think I'm pissed at them, and they'll go around and like, I think Chris is pissed at me. No, I'm not pissed. I just, I answered a question. I, I'm not mad at anybody. Unless I physically tell you I'm mad at you, I'm not mad at you. No, you, you're just a, you're a very a short answer kind of guy. Who has time to sit there and type 27 paragraphs to answer a question. That's why sometimes I just hold down the record button and just record my answer. I'm like, I ain't got time. Just remember that the next time you say Brandon left you on the, uh, on red. Dude, I bust his balls <laughs> about that. I'm taking that way too fucking literal. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm reading the chat. Bitterman says Chris was pissed when I asked him about making H1 still. What? I was? That's news to me. Um, anyway, um, 
yes. Yeah, so I did have plans to retool it and fix it in some ways, but you know, as you can probably see, it's no, it's no secret that I had to learn how to sit down and start sculpting my own stuff or retooling my own molds and all this stuff because, you know, you're hearing that producing another artist who already has their own vision in their head. It's like, it's like any filmmaker, any artist that draws anybody. I mean, you could just take a picture on the wall and this is why I hate fucking arguing over opinions. You can both look at the same picture and you can see two different visions. You can see two different things, man. All the ingredients are there in the picture, but the way your brain interprets it, it's not the same as mine. And you may see things slightly different than I do. So now you have to take your vision and articulate that to another artist who's already going to feel like they don't want to be produced because they're an artist and they want to produce their own vision for that. And it doesn't always work well. And so I found that if I'm going to spend all this time producing people and telling them what I want... I need to learn how to get what I want myself and stop paying all this ridiculous money to have somebody else do it. And so that's, that's why I learned. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, it's next to impossible to, to sit there with a vision in your head of how you want something to look and try to articulate that to somebody. No matter what you do, they're just not going to get it because they can't see inside your head. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect analogy. Um, what else we got or, or can we open it up to who's in the chat, you know, to, to ask questions, anything else? We um, got? we only had a couple questions and you, and you, and you kind of covered all of them. So if anyone in the chat has anything they want to throw out about it, I know a couple people, um, I want to say Todd said he still has his V 75 copy and he plans to keep it forever. So he must've yeah. been, um, pretty thrilled with it. Well, um, for those of you, and I understand that the horror community, so I don't want anybody to feel like that you're being pressured that you have to get on the air. You don't. You you can just type it in the chat room if that's what you feel comfortable with. But if you would like to ask the question over the airwaves, because this is a interactive show that is going to be on our podcast, by all means, say, I'd like to quote call in, and I'll just unmute you because I'm the host. I'll just click the button. And you can get on for a couple of minutes and bullshit with us. So whoever wants to get on, I'm open. Looks like we got a question. Um, I think this is Bitterman. Uh, yeah, iPhone. <laughs> yeah, we're the uh, we're, and I, and I already know what the answer is going to be to this. But where where, where you rank the V75 on uh, you know, if you were to have a, a best to worst, I guess you know, where would you put the V75? Um. Which I know it's I, you know it's hard to get you to rank things, but it it really is because you know you're you're asking someone to rank it from most accurate or what was the best for business, not to quote Triple H, but what's the best for business? I mean, from a from a business perspective, it's definitely in the top three. So, but he's asking for personal preference. I'm, I'm he just added to that. Personal preference, um, I can't even begin to sit here and think off the top of my head how many different H1s I produced. But let's just say it's 
let's just say I produced 10 H1s, okay? For argument's sake, we'll just say I, I produced 10. I'd say it's somewhere around six or seven. I'd probably agree. I'd, I'd probably put it below the Genesis and above the Ghost 78. You're fucking high if you think that, but. Well, I'm partial. I, I, I own, I sort of own, own the Genesis now. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Ghost 78. I don't like the Ghost 78. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, <laughs> I like the original Ghost a lot. Okay. Well, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron's <laughs> listening on this. Aaron Bass actually owns the owns the Genesis V1, so he's actually in the chat. Um, Great mask as well. So yeah, he owns he owns the master of that. So for anyone who thinks I just love sucking Chris's ass, only a little bit. Well, that was the narrative definitely a couple weeks ago, but we're not traveling down that road. Um, I'm a Chris Morgan guy. <laughs> yeah, you're still waiting on that shirt, aren't you? I need that shirt. I'm going to get that shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go 78 is sex and latex. Daniel, oh, Daniel wants to call in. Yeah, all right. Let me unmute him. Daniel, what's up, Daniel, buddy? what's up, buddy? Hey, can you all hear me? Hey, Daniel, Daniel how you fine. doing? Hey, I just wanted to mention about Halloween Horror Nights. That's kind of crazy that, yeah, I never heard that about, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy you're talking about who sculpted, who uh, kind of took the sculpt backwards for Halloween Horror Nights. I, that's my other fandom. I'm a huge Horror Nights fan. And uh, that's kind of crazy for me to hear, and especially considering that they ended up using Tots H2s for every Halloween-like house they did after that, just repainting them. But hey, it's interesting for me to hear that, he worked in that kind of field before with the with the Myers. Yeah, no, he um, he actually worked for Don Post for a little while. Uh, Sam McCain, uh, when I was talking with him, and um, I told him, I told Sam, because I was pissed. I was so fucking angry at this guy, and I was chatting with Sam one day. He called me up, and we were just bullshitting. And I told him about this guy. He goes, "You hired chiclet teeth," and I. <laughs> I paused and I said, now you got to tell me the story. He goes, that was his nickname at fucking Don Post Studios because the guy couldn't sculpt teeth and he sculpted teeth to look like chiclets. And he goes, I can't believe he thought that he could sculpt a fucking Kirk for you. He said, that's insane. Well, I just had one more, uh, one more question. Not quite related to the V seventy five, but you're talking about how you sold off the uh, master to it. I was wondering if you still had the JTK master as well. I do not. No, I know I sold. Um, I originally sold it to Martin Pena, who then sold it to Tyler Adams. And the last, the last I knew, Tyler still has it. I think Tyler does still have it. All Shout right, out well, to Tyler. Taking that my call. That pretty much clears everything up. But. Uh, been a great show so far keep it up yeah i'm i'm glad that you tuned in um appreciate it all right so yeah that was see it wasn't that hard and it was fun you know you get other people calling in you get uh you get comments it's great goddamn pal (laughs) god damn pal which by the way not not to go off to i mean this is a this is a fun fuck it show right it's a live show um yeah we were kind of bullshitting about just the stupidity of wrestlemania going to be in front of no fans 
Yeah, I'm watching NXT right now in front of no fans, and I'm pissed because I haven't been to a Raw since 2006. You're not missing uh, much. And the go-home WrestleMania show was going to be here in Atlanta. I bought tickets, and of course all this shit happens, and I, I will agree NXT is pretty bad tonight. I'm, I'm hoping this main event angle with Champa and Triple H is worth watching, but I'm going to watch Mania because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a wrestling fan through and through, and I'll never give up on it. You know, uh, until Joey Ryan debuts in WWE and starts dick flipping people, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a chance. Especially NXT, love me some NXT, but oh god, I don't know how Mania. I think they might take Mania to uh, full sale, but it's, you know, it's just gonna be a bigger room with no people in it. So I don't know how the fuck they're gonna do it. Well, um, I was talking with Aaron and Bitterman earlier today, and I just said, you know what, you know what doesn't make any sense, and. Chad told me that that Edge came down the ramp the other day and was playing to the crowd and there was nobody there. So I I had to go back and look. It's like it's like Jim Cornette says it's like two dogs fucking on the side of the road syndrome. I mean, it's like you can't not look at it. So and then you look at it and you wish that you didn't. But in the meantime, I Edge did a good job. <laughs> but what what it looks like, it looks like a dress rehearsal of a play and we already know the shit is choreographed and fake as it is. Now you add the fact that there's not a an audience there that's part of the show to cover it up, and now it just looks like a bunch of grown grown ass fucking men in cosplay, fake fighting, and playing and playing dress up. And it just it's fucking silly. It's stupid. It really is. I just I I would say I would have them take off the rest of the pay per views for the year because let's face it, if you got the network you got the pay-per-views anyway, so they're not making any extra real money off that. Mania is where the money is. It sets their budget for the next year. Kill the rest of these stupid, silly, fast lane, night of champions, whatever the fuck that they're doing. Kill off those pay-per-views just for this year and make SummerSlam and WrestleMania a super show and just go at it right there in Tampa Bay and... Have and just have one big giant mega show. No, they do those in Saudi Arabia now. Oh, uh, yeah, which they still haven't been paid for. The last I heard. Nope, they just keep hijacking them on a plane. <laughs> but uh, no, it's going to be so stupid, and and uh, they're doing it over two nights, and they got Rob Gronkowski. And which, it's, by it's, the way, did he just look like he was on drugs coming down to the ring? He always looks like he's on drugs. But that was that was bad. Don't get hype, stay hype. Okay. Anybody else want to call in and save us from this conversation? Because I really don't want to go down this. Um, or make some comments in the chat room. We'll we'll definitely call it out. But uh, we'd definitely like to get back onto any other questions from the V seventy five chat. I just have to unmute you. Hang on a second. Hey, Chad. What's up? What's up? Not much. Sitting here drinking margaritas. Yeah, what kind? Uh, strawberry, lime, I got peach too. Nice. Chad, any V75 questions? Uh, is there any one that you made in particular that stands out as the best you've made? Yep, every single one of them. Every single one of them? 
Of course. Oh, goddamn. There goes Chris putting himself over again. No, I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of people that that own V75s. I'm not going to say one's better than the other because there's people that that still own original copies direct from me, and I'm not going to shit on anybody's copy. Or make them feel like I've shit on anybody's copy. Let's let's clear, let's clean that up. I I honestly I I couldn't tell you. Um, I I will say like what my favorite one was out of all of them was was, you know, and again, it was one of the first ones I ever did. It was for the H thirty five film. Like anybody goes back and watches that film, it looks really damn good in that movie. It does. <laughs> Bro. Bro. That was a good one, though. It's probably one of my favorite ones that I've seen. Yeah. I'm sure Rick can relate to the Brofessor <laughs> commercial. Brosefino Rex. Yeah. <laughs> Bro Chacho. Yeah. Bro Tato Chip. Yeah. Brosefini. Teddy Brosevelt. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Bitterman just says, Rick, jump on the audio. I think Rick's a little afraid because last time he jumped on a live show, he broke the fucking show. Yeah, he crashed. <laughs> oh, he wants in. Hang on a second. I'm just going to unmute him and add him to this. Uh-oh. Here we go. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's an orgy now. Let's see. Can't, well, it doesn't look like he's muted. Rick? Um, I don't know. It's weird. Come in, Rick. Earth to Rick. I can't. Uh... Oh, wow. Could I have been watching this screen the whole time? No. I'm going to stop sharing my screen. You bastard. <laughs> uh, he hasn't. He doesn't have the microphone allowed. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah, if you don't have a microphone allowed, I can't unmute you. Sorry. When you sign in, you have to click allow microphone usage. Who is 937 area code? Your mama. Oh, shots fired. He thinks. <laughs> Where the red dot goes. You bang. <laughs> oh, wait Spe- a second. Hang on. Speaking hang of on, which. Hang on. Hang on. He's coming in. I'm, I'm attempting to get Vinny Guistafaro on the show, actually. What's up, mm-hmm. man? Still no Mike next to his name. Well, he's <laughs> he's a Yankee. He's in 937. That's the other person that's in here. He's unmuted. Oh, no. Um, 933. Wait. I see Rick and the 937. Yeah. What's going on here? God damn it, Rick. You broke it. Yeah. Can't ever have him on the damn show. He breaks everything. I'm kidding. <laughs> Can't do it with his equipment. You said equipment. Nope, no, we're talking about dicks again. God damn it. I was thinking about airplane parts. So, Chad, when when are you going to order the new uh, Lawnmower 3.0? Lawnmower 3.0? You missed the beginning of the show, didn't you? I was waiting to sign in. It was taking forever. Uh, you didn't hear our dick commercial. You no, missed it. I didn't. Bitterman says masks, wrestling, and dick talk. Yeah. No, it's gluten-free beer, rock-hard dicks, and respect. 
That's right. But now it's but, but we have to add a, a little asterisk, comma, clean shaven balls. Yeah, you won't nick or snag your nuts with the new lawnmower uh, 3.0. And hey, Chad. Yeah. You know you might want to just ask your girl to use our twenty percent off promo code. You can get free shipping with this promo unleashed at manscaped.com. And believe me, your balls and your lady will thank you. She can hear you. She's grinning right here next to me. Well, there you go. See, I just, I just, (laughs) Father's Day gift. Nothing, nothing screams Father's Day than clean shaven nuts. Don't mind the subliminal messaging. (laughs) By the way, by the way, you can also get him the new crop preserver. It's an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You know, you put you put deodorant on the on your armpits. Why not put it on the smelliest part of your body and make sure that you make sure that you give him a chance to make his nuts smell really nice and be nick free with the new skin safe technology. Chris, unmute Rick. Oh, okay. Hang on. Hey, Chad, you mind if we let you go and get Rick on here? Yeah, go ahead. All right, buddy. Good talking to you, Chad. All right. All right. Rick Rambler. Let's unmute him. What's up, bro? And he killed it again. Seriously. God damn it, Rick. He's. Hang on. Now he's gone. No, he's right there. Rick. Rick, you're unmuted. Rick. What is happening? I don't know, man. This is HMAT flashbacks. Yeah, no, the, the the whole thing hasn't crashed yet. Yeah, but we got we got a lot of people. We got we got this nine three seven person. We have Mister Lupo up in here. We have iPhone, which is Michael Bitterman. We got Matt Grossman. What's up, brother? Uh, we have Greg Rawls, we have Daniel Parker, Chad Morphus, Aaron Bass, and of course some dickhead named Dylan Cloud. That piece of shit. Who let him in here? Yeah, uh, that, that's that's my bad, ladies and gentlemen. I let him up in here. Sorry. Viewership instantly goes down when I get on. Yeah, I know. I've I've tried fixing that, but I mean, there's just no there's no saving it. He's like herpes. You can't really get rid of him. You just got to hope the flare-ups are few and far between. That's true. It's true. Um, I'm surprised nobody else has any more V75 questions. I was kind of disappointed. I mean, did I do just such a good job of explaining everything that there's there's just absolutely no questions? No more questions? Yeah, that's probably what it was. You, you just left them in such awe with, with your... Uh, Linguistic talents. That's true. I'm really surprised that Aaron hasn't uh, hasn't jumped in here. He's probably yeah, he, drunk on gluten free beer, probably. No, nah, he doesn't drink that. Rick says, "Unmute me." I think I got it. Well, was this third t- third or fourth time? Last try. Then we kill hey, you. Hey, am I here or what, man? Holy shit! Rick, holy shit! Figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So, do you got any V seventy five related stuff since you helped produce some for a little while? Um, I, 
Chris, I can't remember if you uh, told me this before. If you I did. did. I apologize. But um, uh, did anything ever evolve from the B-75 into a new master? Or was it a one-off? It was a it was a one off and nothing's been retooled off of it. There was plans for it. It just it just never happened. Okay. I was actually going to do it when I got got it back from you, and then like shortly after I got it back from you is when uh, we had the opportunity to jump on the the GKY or DIY as other people know it. It didn't smell like pee when you got it right. <laughs> it actually did a little bit. <laughs> I just thought Barney had a little good time with it. <laughs> he may have. Yeah. It's just it's just the latex. Actually, that was your thing. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the visa. You know, I, I, you know, Chris had mentioned earlier. Him and I kind of partnered on a run with the Genesis and the V 75 And, uh, you know, both of them were awesome masks to work with. I had a blast. Um, you know, we did like a 20 mask run, I think with each one and, uh, they sold out very quickly. And, uh, you know, as far as I know, I've only seen a very small handful of people at least publicly in public view, you know, sell there. So, you know, people were really happy with both of those, um, you know, both of those, uh, with both of those masks. So, um, you know, it was a great learning experience for me, but uh, it was also scary, you know, because like I had never committed you know, to a list of people. And I mean, they sold out really quick. And, you know, Chris put a lot of faith in me, you know, which I appreciate to this day. And, uh, but it, I was a little intimidated, man, you know, because uh, I was like, holy shit, what if I don't pull this off? What if I can't get these things done? You know, I started ordering supplies and, and getting everything, you know, ready to go. And, uh, uh, you know, fortunately, everything worked out really well. But um, the V75, you know, since we're talking about that one, um, you know, as soon as I got the master and opened the box, you know, I was like, holy shit, this thing looks good. Um, and, you know, uh, it, it, ma it makes a great mask. It really does. Yeah. And um, you didn't. An exceptional job with it. I had no idea what was going to happen with it. I was obviously at the time I was not taking on a lot of work at all, um, and I was starting to really work on. If I recall correctly, I was starting to work on the UL seventy five HD, which is now owned by our friend Matt Reed. Yeah. Um, but which you and I think I uh, was the one that won the name. For yes. the uh, UL seventy five HD, you were, you were, yep. <laughs> and that was kind of around the time you know you and I were starting to talk, you know, quite a bit, you know, almost daily, and and uh, we continued to do so, you know, even to this day. So, um, yeah, been a, yep. a lot of good times. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I knew, I knew by the time that 
you know, we did the Genesis, which the, the Genesis co-produced happened before the V75. I knew by the time we got yeah. to that, and especially after I got my copy from you, I was like, this guy is going to kill this project. You know, I already knew that. So um, when you say faith, I mean, first and foremost, from the very first time that we started talking, I knew that you were different than a lot of people, that you were just genuine. And as I got to know you and talking with you, it just reaffirmed that. And I was like, I see this guy out here busting his ass on his on his original sculpt and doing all this stuff. You know, and I know at one point you had asked about getting a blank or doing something with something, you know, after we got to talking for a while. And I was like, well, fuck, why don't I just send you the mold, you know, and just let you let you do a short run with it, you know. And because, yeah. I mean, nobody was buying that hmm. stuff from me, but I knew that you were really wanting to work on some more accurate stuff. And I'm like, well, this would be yeah. a nice a nice step up for, for you. And, <laughs> you know. and it was. I mean, you know, for anyone out there that, um, starts getting into this crazy hobby and, and, you know, once and starts going down the, the path of finishing mask and, or, you know, producing them, especially Myers, you know, like if you're working on like tots, you know, for a long time, or like in my case where, you know, I, I had never sculpted anything in my life and one day decided I would try to do a Kirk sculpt. And, uh, you know, I thought it was pretty amazing at the time, you know, and it gave me something to start practicing with. Um, but, you know, when I look back now, it, it's kind of laughable. Um, but, you know, without going through all of that, including um, you know, the, uh, the collaborations that you and I did with the Genesis and the, uh, B75, um, you know, I don't know, I would have probably been done with this a year, you know, a couple years ago and just moved on, <laughs> you know, right. but, uh, you know, I think having the opportunity to, you know, work on, on, you know, sculpts and molds that were, you know, definitely more accurate and had historical, you know, had their historical place in the timeline of, of the Meyer mask, you know, history, I guess, for indie artists, you know, I was over the moon, man, you know, like, I was like, holy shit, I'm gonna, you know, get to make a Genesis and a B-75, but again, being pretty green still to the, uh, to the hobby, uh, it was scary. <laughs> um, don't mean to jump off here. I just want to acknowledge in the chat. I think we lost Dylan, by the way. Oh, uh, did we? I think so. Uh, I don't even see his name in here. But uh, uh, Bitterman asks, does Chris or Rick have any pictures of their first rehaul conversion or mold? Um Yes. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> um, then Greg Greg follows up with, "I like that question. I'd love to see beginner Chris work compared to experienced Chris work." Uh, you really don't want to see beginner Chris work. <laughs> I'm just saying that right now. Uh, yeah, I feel the same way. Like I I have every picture of every mask I've ever done, um, you know, saved literally on my computer on my phones. Um, so I got all that horrendous stuff I did. 
you know, way back when. And it was pretty bad, you know, but I thought it was pretty good at the time. And, you know, it, it, it really, you know, no one starts out awesome. I don't care who you are. You're not going to start out awesome. Don't, if you do, don't tell that to well. the conversion specialists in some of the groups. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it doesn't happen overnight, man. I threw away so many masks. I mean, I threw away the first, I will tell you this, the first five gallon bucket of latex I bought, uh, I yielded probably 16 or 17 masks, maybe more. I might've got 20 out of it. And I probably threw 80% of those in the trash. So my wow. first five gallon bucket of latex was basically for trial and error and learning. And I threw a bunch of them away. My poles were bad um, because I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, you know, I had air bubbles everywhere. I had, you know, my, this, the crazy part is, is my first molds I made were probably some of the best molds I've ever made. <laughs> I seem to keep getting worse at making molds as I go. Um, but I, you know, uh, ultra cal sucks now though, compared to four or five yeah. years ago. I mean, it really yeah. does. Uh, which, by the way, you and I are co-hosting the show now. Um, I, oh, okay. I, I, I heard from Dylan. Um, his wife needed something, and he said, "I'm, I'm going to be out." So uh, it's just you and I. Oh, okay. That's so, fine. Um, yeah, it's a first for yeah. Halloween Unleashed Live, man. You got Rick and Chris co-hosting. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I don't know. You know, for people out there that would listen to this, you know. It, there's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of, uh, I, I still have frustrating days and I feel like I should know all this stuff blindfolded and be able to do things perfect every time. And it, I don't, you know, um, it, there's, there's a lot of little tips and things that, uh, you know, I, most of what I know, I think I learned through trial and error. Everything else I learned from, you know, I learned a lot from you, Chris. Um, you know, you helped me with a lot of stuff and, and other people. Technical in stuff, the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, technically. And there have been other people in the community as well over the years. I think I started all this. It was late 2014, early 2015 was kind of when I started getting into all this. Um, you know, but my first, my first, uh, my first rehaul was a Toxate H2 mask that I thought was the best thing I ever seen in my life. And I rehauled it with using Crayola paints that my daughter had, <laughs> uh, you know, my seven year old daughter had in her art cabinet upstairs and i was using black and white crayola paints oh. uh, to... <laughs> <laughs> sorry i don't mean to laugh that. at you i've, I've no, actually I've, I've, I've heard this story many times but i'm i still i still laugh at it. <laughs> it, it it is true i am not lying i use crayola paints that cracked all the hell in back i didn't even own latex at that time 
uh, I was just doing it for me. I wanted it to look a little better. And, uh, you know, it, it was pretty bad, but I thought it was awesome. I took a hundred pictures of it and, uh, you know, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And that was probably for me, um, when I realized that, man, if I could get like a really good mask and, you know, watch some videos on YouTube and, and, you know, get some pointers, um, you know, this is something that is really fun to do. You know, and then, I, and then you I got never, the you got the proverbial sweet hair, nice yeah, picks, nice picks. <laughs> You're just getting yeah, better and better, us. Rick. <laughs> yeah, you keep getting better and better. But uh, you know, as uh, <laughs> I don't know, I, I guess I ne- I never meant ever to do this to sell masks to the public. This right. was always just a personal thing for me. I wanted to have a mask that looked very accurate to the movie and I was going to be done. And then, you know, one thing happens after another. Next thing you know, someone's like, Hey, you selling these? And you're like, Oh my God, if I, what if it falls, what if it falls apart? You know, (laughs) Uh, two months after I sell it, what if the hair falls out? You know, I, you know, I can't deal with this. And, um, you know, so I gave it a shot and, you know, next thing I know, a couple years later, I got 200 messages and I'm like, how do I keep up with this? I don't, you know, th- this wasn't supposed to happen. So it, it was kind of a mistake, you know, I, I hate to use that word, but, uh, uh, I never thought I'd be selling masks, especially to other countries and things like that. I mean, I've sold masks, you know, as far away as, uh, you know, Ireland and Scotland and UK and Canada. And and I think I even sent a few to Mexico and things like that. And I've had people from Australia, South America, um, Italy, and I'm just like, oh, my God, what is going on here? You know, like, this is nuts. And even Russia, I've had so many people from Russia, like, we can't get good masks over here. And, uh, you know, it's crazy. And Chris, I'm sure you you know that way more than me. How, ne- uh, never once, never, never had that happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I got to backtrack here a little bit. Uh, Bitterman, okay. a- Bitterman asked, do we use the, use the same latex? And I think you and I've talked privately. We, we definitely don't. Um, no. Uh, I use, I, I used to get the 55 gallon drums back when I did it full time and I would have it custom made to fit what I wanted. I would get, I would get a 55 gallon uh, giant drum and when they deliver it, they deliver it. They'll drop it right on your property line, and then it's up to you to get it wherever you got to get it, get it to. So, to go, you know, and, and it's and it's in H thirty five, my old house. When he comes to the gate, so my um, dr- my street area was probably, if I had to guess, two hundred feet. Uh, maybe, maybe more, maybe less. I don't know. It's a rough estimate. I uh, never went out there and measured it from the, from the street to my gate. And then from my gate to, 
my old workshop, which all that it was grass and dirt. So think about it. 55 gallon drum, you're not throwing that thing on um, a dolly and wheeling that bitch back there. You're just yeah. not. So yeah. uh, we bought 12 pails because we, we had it we had it mapped out that it would take 11 and a half gallons. So you get 11 full pails and then a half of another one. So you had to buy 12 pails, and we would go out there with the 12 pails, crack that bitch open at the street, and just start spooning that shit out with a with another bucket and pouring it, offloading it in, and then you're carrying them by twos back to the back to the shop. That's how we used to do it. Yeah. But now, yeah. But now I just buy the little five gallon pails um, from yeah. Smooth On. That that's local here. Yeah, I, you know, I, I've always ordered from Monster Makers because they're so close to me. Um, I get that shit next day when I order it. it it's on my doorstep the very next afternoon. So um, I've had ups and downs with that latex. And I think a lot of the times when um i thought i was having problems i realized that some of the issues were me <laughs> you know in all honesty and i even reached out to another supplier and this was kind of an embarrassing situation i sent an email to another latex supplier and i said hey looking to get you know five gallon pails to latex from you all I said, um, you know, I, uh, I currently use Monster Makers and, you know, I don't know if I'm happy with it. So I'm looking around and the guy responds to me and said, well, that's odd because we supply Monster Makers with their latex. So what is the problem? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and uh i was like oops <laughs> no so, it's great know, I, <laughs> I was like oh yeah did i say monster makers i think i meant uh you know but yeah he's like we basically make their latex for him so what's going on and uh you know so i had a conversation with him and you know i figured out a few things and some tips and Really, I've had uh, you know pretty good, uh, pretty good results um, lately. So I I continued to use it. Uh, you know, it's good latex. It's not cheap latex or anything like that. Um, it's ex it's as expensive as everyone else's. But uh, I, I'm kind of one of those people. I'm afraid to change, uh, especially when you're spending that much money on five gallons of latex. But uh, mostly it's just because I, I'm a procrastinator and I'm usually like, oh, shit, I'm out of latex. I need it now. And so I know if I order from them, I'm going to have it the next day. So that's that's hopefully yep. that answers his question. For sure. Um, if anybody wants to jump on here, feel, feel free. Uh, we will open it up to you guys. Um, if not, I mean, Rick and I are good at bullshitting. We do it all the time. So. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's almost the daily thing. <laughs> well, uh, Chad's five margaritas in. He says that he'll jump back on here. So oh, Chad, Chad Morphis is coming back. 
Hey, Chad, what's up? Oh, trying not to feel it too hard. Hey, Chad. <laughs> what's up, Rick? Hey, how you doing, man? All right. Uh, I had a question for you, actually. Okay. Uh, have you thought about bringing back the old Fall Freak 81? Well, um, I will tell you that that is impossible because I destroyed everything related to those. Oh, wow. I'm glad I still got and, it. And, I, and I'll tell you why. Um, because of my inexperience when I made those, I made um, thick foam-filled latex masters for both the Fall Freak and the Fall Phantom. Well, um, the masters didn't turn out well. <laughs> um, they were pretty bad, and they were fairly deformed, and uh, they shrank up quite a bit, and uh, they just didn't look right. So I knew... Uh, the molds I had already destroyed because they had gone bad. Uh, and they were big, heavy, two-piece, like three-inch thick. Like, I went balls to the wall overkill when I made those first molds. I made two-piece molds. I made them super thick. Um, they weighed a ton, but they lasted for a while. I made a lot of masks and threw away a lot and sold a few. Uh, and I still got some of them laying around here, probably deformed and, and totes and stuff. Um, but what happened was, I, you know, I ended up pitching those masters and the molds were already destroyed. So um, they're gone forever. Well, I, I still have the number one. So I'll post pictures if anybody's curious about what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that'll, that'll give you some idea of, of, you know, my finishing and hopefully how it's evolved over the years. I, I don't think it was that bad. Um, I mean, it was one of my first ones that I purchased. Yeah. And because somebody said, hey, that guy Rick Ramby uh, has some Myers Mask for sale. And I was like, okay. So I sent a message to you and he's like, hey, I still got the number one. I'll sell it to you. And, uh, so. You notice? You notice how Chad said it's not that bad. No, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I'm drinking, guys. So. No, I, dude, I know, I know, I know. No, I'm still, but, I'm proud to own it. So, you know, that's why it hasn't left. Hey, quick, you know, it, it's weird. There was a very small group of people that you know, really thought that mask was like the coolest thing ever. And I, when I say small, I mean, you could probably count them on one or two hands, but, uh, <laughs> you know, outside and I was selling them for like a hundred bucks, you know, I was like, Oh my God, if I can just get a hundred dollars out of these for my time and you know, the money I'll be ecstatic. And, uh, um, you know, so again, I, I probably sold, I don't know, 10, maybe 20 of those between the two sculpts. And, uh, you know, a lot of them got thrown away because I just screwed shit up. Well, you uh, produced one for the HMMAT Halloween giveaway. Yeah, I I the blood tears, right? Yeah, yeah. I sent it to Kevin. Yeah. Yep. 
Hey, uh, Daniel Parker wants to come back in. Chad, do you mind if we let you go? Yep, sure. I'm getting used to it. All right, brother. Take care. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Daniel? Hey, you know, I, I, everybody else probably has the same experience, but you know, I just got in, I was at a buddy's house, actually Chris K's house. And, uh, I traded a mask with him and I came in and I was showing my girlfriend the new mask. She's like, it looks exactly the same. And she does that every time. I get a mask. Yeah. And she's sitting here, you know, she's hello. Yeah. <laughs> hello. Deals with it. But, uh, do you have any explanation? I can tell like small details apart, but when you just show them to me, I get very confused. And then you're like <laughs> rattling off all these names and I'm like, what? <laughs> you like slow down, talk, talk English to me. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cause he's like, JC, like all these little like letters and numbers. And I'm like, what? <laughs> well, I- I'll tell you when, when I first got into the hobby, um, that was the most confusing part to me was the all of the abbreviated names that all these masks had. Like I would see, oh, like, yeah. you know, I would see like WMP B75 and I'm like, what the hell is that? What does that mean? What does it's that a mask. Have, you know, what does that have <laughs> to do with Michael Myers? Like what is WMP? What is B75? And it took me probably a couple of months before I finally understood what all of those abbreviations meant. And then it's like, from there, I got it. You know, it made sense. But I will tell you, every time I show my wife a different Michael Myers mask, she says, looks just like the last one you had. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. Like, what are you talking about? This is completely different looking. And she's yep. like, I don't see it. It's funny um, you mentioned that. Mine, oh, mine, mine always got, she'd hear me talking to like one of my mass buddies on the phone. And I would say, yeah, the proper left eye. And she goes, that is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard someone say. It's it's left or right. Not there's no such thing as proper left and proper right because it's all perspective. What were you saying about the abbreviations? Funny because like the first two months I was in the hobby, I don't know why, but I did I couldn't figure out that Handy Boy and Nag were two different people because their names are both Nick. And like I was looking up like Nag Halloween Man, and I couldn't find anything. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't, would you? <laughs> Daniel, do you mind if we put you on pause real quick? I'll bring you right back. Uh, Dylan actually wants to sign out real, real quick and do a proper send off. I don't have much to say. I just want, I just wanted to bring this stuff up. But uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's been a good one. Yeah. Thanks. Dylan is back. What's up, brother? Hey, man. I just wanted to give you all an official sign off. I know I kind of just dipped out the chat, but uh, gotta get off for the night. But uh. Thank everyone for coming on and all the people that were interacting with the voice. And I hope we can do this again. Absolutely, man. Well, yeah, I mean, I, sure. I just definitely asked the question and it seems like people are, people are down for it. So, um, I'm, I'm definitely down for it too. All right, everyone, y'all take it easy. Uh, Chris, just let me know when you want to do this again, man. I'm definitely down. It's been very fun and interactive and different. And, uh, it's good to hear voices besides your yours and mine for sure. Absolutely. Well, thanks. Thanks for everything you do, Dylan, and uh, have a good night, bud. Later. And Greg, you'll get your picks tomorrow, brother. I'm working on it. Take care. All right. He's out. Um, no, it's cool, man. It's been it's been pretty interactive, and uh, 
I mean, we're going to be here for a few more minutes. I'm not going to stay up all all night, but uh, you know, we'll take three or four more if if there's nobody else in the next five minutes. We'll we'll work on wrapping it up. But it, you know, we'll take three or four more uh, people that if they want to chime in. If not, we can we can continue on more more Rick stories for sure. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say um, one thing that you and I might be able to do on the future show chris is talk about the evolution of the diy master that you and i both co-own so we can so we can clear up the air on some of the confusion i still get questions all the time i'm sure you do what's gky mean uh is this from the diy mold or is this from another mold what's the difference between the SS78, the old mold and the new mold, you know, I mean, I get a lot of questions um, pretty frequently for that kind of stuff. So I think maybe if, and I'm not saying it has to be a whole episode, but um, maybe on a future, on a future podcast, we could talk through all that. So it makes sense to everyone. Yeah. And I think, I think, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm 100% in, in agreement with you. I think we, that definitely needs to happen for sure. But there will still be people out there that won't listen to the episode that will still yeah. ask in the threads. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, I know. I know it's not going to completely eradicate the questions. Yeah, um, sure. But, uh, you know, I think it would help um, for those people that, you know, would choose to listen to it and hear the story about the evolution of, of that. Um, I just wanted to say, I thought it was really cool that uh, Daniel's girlfriend uh, joined us too. I thought that was yeah. neat too. Yeah. Awesome. We had uh, more of the merrier. We had uh, Chad's girl giving him a rub out, you know, while we were pitching <laughs> the, pitching the lawnmower 3.0. Nice. So, Greg actually says, man, I just sat back and read shit like crazy when I joined. So I would hopefully not look stupid um, about all the, all the abbreviations. Easy enough for me to say. Um, I totally agree. Um, I, I actually came in, came into the hobby. I mean, believe it or not, this is my 21st year. Oh my gosh, dude. I didn't know it had been that long. Wow. Yeah. 1999. So this is now, you know, we're in 2020. So 21 years. Um, but when I came in, it was the he mask, and then it was uh, the Sam Hain, and then it was the Sandman seventy eight, which was by SSN. Then it was the Sandman mm-hmm. uh, eighty eight, and the Sandman eighty one, and it was those things. And then it was the curse, and then it was you know the the revenge and then it was i'm trying to remember all the names the death stalker 75 the unleash 75 so i mean you had all these names and all these different things but it was everything was very simple because all the names hadn't been taken yet so you know you think 21 years later man just for us to come up with a new name for the diy that was a fucking task it is i mean there are so many names that have been taken or you even used by non Myers masks that you know I I did I've done searches on Google looking for masks and like some green demon will show up called the Night Stalker you know and I'm like what the hell is this this is not what I'm looking for 
You see you a guy. I mean? You see a guy up there with a dominatrix mask on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It, oh my gosh! Yeah, you're right. Like how we had to, like for the GKY, you know, you had to put it out there as like a contest, you know, for you know, throw out some names. And my God, there must have been ten thousand names thrown out there for that post that you did, you know. I'm just going to throw this out there just because, you know, there's, there's tugging nuts in the, in the comment, but, uh, Michael Betterman says no tugging your nuts, but Rick and Chris's work blows the rest away in my opinion. Well, thank, thank you for the compliment. Uh, Yeah. Thank you very much. And people think that, you know, I, I mean, I'm going to speak for myself. I don't want to include you in on this, but you know, people think that, you know, I just put my, my own shit over. I mean, but I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm really proud of, of, of where I come from and what I've learned over the years. And Hey, you know what? As long as I've been doing this, I never think that I've learned at all, you know, because there's always new things and new tricks and new stuff that you're going to pick up on. And you got to constantly evolve because that's where it's going to challenge you. And then it's not all about the paycheck at that point, mm-hmm. which yep. it never should be, you know, the, the, the passion should always be there. And if it's not first, this is a hobby. It's supposed to be fun. At least it's a hobby for me. I don't do it for a living and you don't yep. either. So, right. um, basically on this long rant of, of, of where I'm going, coming from is whenever somebody says something nice, you know, it's, it's always really, a really, appreciated and it always comes from my response of thank you very much it's always very humble uh because i i just i make stuff that i would want to put on my shelf and what my interpretation is and when somebody else shares that same vision it's it makes you feel good inside as an artist does it does it not yeah oh yeah totally you know and i think um you know having other artists out there Um, and Chris, you and I have had this conversation. I think, you know, too many people out there are trying to emulate someone else's style. And you have, you have always told me from the first conversations, you know, that you and I had, you were always like, you know what, man, you have your own style. It's awesome. Stick with it. Don't try to be the next so-and-so or or try to be me or anything else keep going with your own thing because you know that is your style that is your trademark and this and that and you know i've always you know it could have been real easy to just sit there and look at pictures on the internet all day and say i'm gonna try to be like that because this guy's selling a bunch of masks so yeah. I'm going to study his technique and and try to do what he's doing. But, you know, I never did that. And I know you don't either. Well, and, um, you know, but, I mean, you pick up little things here and there. Well, um, let me, well, let me interject there because I, I'm, I'm and I'm glad you're talking about this because I because I definitely want to clear this up yeah. back when back when I did this full time. And that was from 2010 to 2014. Um, I, you know, people have to understand that 
um, there was a certain artist, and I'll just throw the name. I don't care. You know, it's I'm not saying anything mean, um, so I don't mind mentioning the artist's name. But JC at that time had a two, two and a half year wait list still at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm yeah. hearing from some people it's up to five now. But back then it was two to two and a half. People would come to me because I was churning out product left and right. People would right. come to me and say, hey, I want to jump in your line. I want to buy Night Stalker. I want to buy a, a V75 or I want to buy this or I want to buy that. Can you make it look like that? And so I was forced to emulate somebody's two-dimensional picture and not just mm-hmm. emulate a two-dimensional picture, which depending upon what screen you're on, depending upon um, how the pic's been been changed a little bit, we'll just say. Right. And judged by how your interpretation of that picture is because of the things I just mentioned, mm-hmm. you're, al- you're always going to fall short to what the customer wants. And I remember consistently driving myself nuts and probably why, why I burn out so easily anymore because – Back then, I was chasing the perfect vision, wanting to make the very best I possibly could to make this person happy. So, mm-hmm. and in my mind, an experience would will tell you, and at least it's told me, is if somebody has a very specific artist vision or look in mind, I I appreciate you wanting me and thinking enough of me to try and emulate what you're after, but do us both a favor. You're not going to be happy. I'm not that artist. I don't know how they weathered that. I don't know what you're seeing in that picture that's making you want that. I can look at the picture and just try to make what that picture looks like and do my own interpretation right. of it. But at the very end of the day, it may be two, three, four, five year wait list, but if you really want that artist look and that vision, you probably need to get in that artist line. But I got, I got accused of a lot back then. Oh, he's just trying to emulate AHG or he's just trying to emulate right. JC. That wasn't the case. People would come to me and and show me a picture and say, "I want you to, I want you to make me this." Yeah. So. Yep. And, you know, I agree, Chris, I think over the last few years, um, I've probably had 20 or 30 customers say, hey, here's the pick, you know, I wanted to look exactly like this. And, you know, I could tell who the artist was that made the mask because most of the artists I can look and right away you see their styling. Like I can tell your mask, Chris. And I'm sure you, I could put a hundred pictures out there of a Myers and you could pick out the five that I made. Right. So, um, I've had people say, Hey, can you do this artist or this artist? And there's only been one mask that I agreed with a customer and it was a, a very good return customer. He had asked, Hey man, can you take this, uh, H70? I think it was an H78. It may have been a fear. It was a CGP fear mask, and they had seen a picture that one of the other artists had done several years ago of a fear and rehauled it, and they wanted it to look like that. And I did agree. I I got the photos, and 
I did everything I could to make it look exactly like that picture. I felt like I pulled it off, but I told that person, I will never do this again. Um, if, if this is what you want, go to that artist, exactly what you're saying, because I'm not going to sit here and not do my thing uh, and, and basically follow someone else's work technique. That's not me. I want to do my thing. So uh, if you don't like my thing, don't order a mask, but don't ask me to try to make my mask look like Chris's mask or Matt Reed's or anyone else's. Just go to them. Which speaking <laughs> of I'm that, not, I'm not being rude, you know, at all. I, it, it just I don't know why you wouldn't anyway, right? Right, right. Uh, well, speaking speaking of Matt Reed, uh, I wish he was in here, man. He's yeah, he's yeah. he's he's one of our best buds, and you know he's he does exceptional work. I mean, he sent me a UL eighty one. It's like. Every every time I see him put out a new UL, man, I'm just like, man, I regret sending him or <laughs> selling him that mold because I'm yeah. like, I I miss it. But he has taken that mold and he's he's shown more love to it than I did the last year, year and a half that I owned it. And I had plans with that mold too, but he's taken it to yeah. a whole new level, and I couldn't be more proud. So, yeah, he, he's done awesome things with that, you know, and his other work as well. And, you know, Matt's like the nicest guy on earth, <laughs> you know, anyone, Absolutely. anyone that's ever dealt with him knows that um, if anyone thinks differently, you haven't talked to him in my opinion. And not that Matt would ever do this. This is just the best way I can paint it. So just understand, I'm just trying to tell a story here of, you know, if, if, if anyone were to make Matt mad, which I've never seen him mad before, but if anybody ever did and he cussed you out, you would thank him at the end of it. He's that nice. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it for sure. Yeah. Um, Aaron wants to jump in here with us, and I'm going to unmute okay. him. Aaron, what's up, buddy? Nothing much, brother. Can you hear me all right? Perfectly. Great. Hey, Rick. Hey, Aaron. Hey, man, I know you and I have never met or never talked, but uh, I wanted to say hello and give you two big thumbs up, man. I think uh, I get to look over, you know, all the books that you post, and you're the real deal. You're a credit to the hobby and to the community, and I just wanted to, you know, give you two big thumbs up on all the work that you've done. And, uh, Following up with what you guys were just talking about, the UL with Matthew Reed having, and now, you know, I uh, I had the honor and the privilege of uh, helping in the uh, work. The very first garage. night, man. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We poured that and waited for it to cool, and I sat back and. I watched a true mad scientist go to work, man. Just sat back and watched Chris when he got that when he got that clay mold set up for the UL, and he just—I mean—he went to town on it, man. He was like, yeah, he was like a, like a man possessed. That's <laughs> nickname several years ago, the mad scientist. Because I mean, I just—it was such a thing to watch because you know there was a lot of the details, a lot of the features were like 
you know, not, not very sharp. And I mean, just, just to watch somebody have a, the vision in their head of what this should look like. And I mean, he just goes at it one little, one little, uh, not brush stroke, but one little like clay. Okay, can I, can I, can I interject real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I'm, you got to understand this was like, I was in my house, my brand new house. This was 2017. Um, I don't know, a week, maybe a few days. I have no idea. I think it was a couple of weeks, but, uh, a couple of weeks because I, I was no longer like sore from helping you move in. Exactly. <laughs> all those exactly. So, um, we're out in my garage trying not to get any anything on the floors and all that stuff. But uh, anyway, this was like we we were able to start working on this thing about eleven o'clock at night. We were able to demold it, start working on it, and by two thirty in the morning is when I had to call it because I knew that my kids were going to be up in just a few hours. I'm like, dude, I gotta. I got to unwind. I got to get myself to bed and at least get a couple hours sleep. Um, but he's, but Aaron's sitting there just looking at this thing and looking over at me and he's got this and you'd have to know him to know what I'm saying, but he's got the, like this little boyish, but devilish grin on his face. And I look over and I'm like, what's that look all about? And he says back to me, and I don't know if you, if you recall this or not, but you look over and you say, I have never watched anyone in four hours sculpt something using their thumbs. You did more thumb work and made it look amazing than I've seen people use with clay tools. Did you not? No, I remember that because there was a little, uh, I call it Mark. Mark you know, got up and added to it and then smoothed out. I mean, it was just, whether you were using, whether you, uh, you're breaking up really bad, brother. I said, whether you were using sculpting tools, you were using thumbs, whether you were using, you know, just your fingers. I mean, it was, really, it was something, it was a sight to watch, man. It was a sight to behold. It was just awesome. I was just mesmerized by it the whole time. You know, and you, you'd look over at me every now and then. You'd be like, what'd you think? You know, or, hey, what about this or whatever? I just, you know, I was just like, man, don't ask me. You know what you're doing. Just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was it was, it was, was something to behold. I'll never forget that. That was just, yeah, that's that's like one of my, one of my top, probably my top all-time, like, workshop memories. Because, I mean, that was just. That was crazy because when you started on it, man, you were just, you were like a man possessed. And I mean, you just, you went full throttle on it. And I mean, I couldn't see, I couldn't imagine, uh, I, I couldn't believe, you know, what I was seeing, like literally come to life right before my eyes. And I know Matthew Reed has it now. And, you know, quite honestly, uh, I honestly didn't think that, there was anything more that could be done to improve that. But, you know, hats off to Matthew Reed because whatever, if I don't know what's done to it, 
but I know he's done at least something to it and whatever he's done to, you know, to, you know, fine tune it and really hone it in, uh, you know, he's nailed it just as much as you nailed it back in the day in the garage. Yeah. Well, um, for his 81, he's definitely, he's, he's put the H two eyes in and he's, he's retooled it some. Like mine was a straight yeah. Kirk and he's, his is a Myers. I mean, he still has the original mold, but I, you know, correct me if I'm, if, if I'm wrong, Rick, but he's doing more Myers versions off of the retools than anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, cool, man. Um, Hey, Aaron, I, uh, I appreciate the compliments, man. It was nice to, uh, nice to have you on. And, uh, again, I really appreciate the kind words. <clears throat> I appreciate you sharing your, uh, you know, your, your artistry with, uh, with everybody like you do, man. Uh, I remember when you and Chris first hooked up and, you know, he told me about you and, uh, he said, you know, I really think, uh, I really think Rick's got a lot of potential to him. You know, he's, he's coming along and he really, he's really dedicated to his craft. He's dedicated to getting better. You know, he's genuine, his heart's in what he's doing. And, uh, you know, I think we've got, you know, uh, many good things to see from him. And, um, I mean, you, you definitely have not disappointed. And I mean, Chris is an excellent judge of character. Uh, Sometimes. I mean, for you and him to be. <laughs> 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 well, you know what? Yeah, you live and you learn. And I mean, yeah, we know yeah. a lot more now than we did back in the day when the the site that shall not be named and all its uh, snakes in the grass were were about. But I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, you're a credit to the hobby, man. I mean, you really you can you can always tell. I told this to Chris. You know, uh, one I I still remember back in the day uh, being in the line. You know. Uh, the standby want line for WMP and uh, my, yep. my JTK and my V75 and Chris, you, I don't know. You might, you, you might disagree with me, but I tend to think that I probably was, uh, I probably had the most revisions to do what I wanted to see in my mask than anybody else because yeah. I was, I was just <laughs> yeah. getting to know Chris. I was just getting to know Chris and every <clears throat> single time, that I would go through, uh, I would go through mm -hmm. an album of shots he had done from a previous mass. Uh, I would, I would just, I would see something else. It's like, oh man, I, I got to see that on my mask too. And I mean, I must, I must have revised my, uh, <laughs> my, uh, my mask request like a hundred different times, if not more. And at the end of the day, Chris was just, like, I think I know what I, what you want to see in your mask, brother. So let me just, uh, <laughs> let me take this and run with it, and uh, I think you'll be happy. Yeah, Rick, um, you know, you probably don't know this. This guy doesn't really sleep at night. He's a night owl. He sleeps yeah. pretty much during the day. Um, but I remember I would wake up and I would have a message. And back then it was the WMP message board. I would have a PM from right. him. And he would say, uh, he would start out with, hey, man. I hope you haven't started on my mask yet. I have something else that I would like to see. And it would be like a picture from the previous day or something. And I'm like, well, fuck, these are all different. <laughs> I have no idea which direction I'm going. You just tell me what, what you like about, you know, the character and let me see if I can hone this end. But yeah, but, yeah. but then it was one of those things. I, I realized that we lived like an hour, hour and a half from each other. And I'm like, well, shit, man, we should just, get together and hang out you know that's kind of how it all started 
Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it was a credit. It was a credit to Chris too, because you know, going back to what you guys have talked about a couple minutes ago about yeah, and Rick, I absolutely agree to you, agree with you, man. It's like, hey, if if you want a representation of what somebody else has done, somebody else's work, go to them. I mean, that's just yeah. that, that that should be common sense. But I mean, Chris from back in the day, I mean, he would he would. I mean, I can remember still in the, in the order form and what it looked like. And, uh, I mean, it was like, hey, this is going to be your mask, so you tell me what, you, you know, what you'd like to see or what you'd like to see recreated. And, I mean, that's just a testament to, uh, you know, to his, to his skills and to his passion. It's like, look, I'm not going to send you a mask that, you know, uh, unless, you, unless you tell me, hey, just take it and run with it. I'm not going to send you a mask that I think, hey, it should look like this. You know, this is your, this is your mask. This is your vision. I want to know what you see your, you know, what you want your mask to look like. And I mean, it's everything from, you know, the, you can't kill the book man to, you know, to whatever else. And I mean, Chris was open to all that. And he didn't, yeah. you know, he didn't reference anybody else's work. I mean, he just took the vision in his head of what he saw and he just transplanted it onto latex. And I mean, that was, you know, anybody that can do that, I mean, their heart's in the right place. Their passion for what they do is, is right where it should be. And, I mean, it always comes out in the work. It always reflects in the work. Well, back on back on uh, you complimenting Rick, you actually you, you saw Rick's um, work on the Ghost 78, and he, he recreated my MMP-style mask that I've been chasing. So you saw both of those here when you were here for a Bucks game. Yes, I have. Yes, I have, and that that the MMP recreation was. I mean, I remember the the photos from back in the day when you showed me when you were still living in your old house. And I mean, when I when I saw you know Rick's version of it, that was just like, yeah, you know, he. I'd say he nailed it, and he probably took it to another level. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was definitely a fun project. Different, really different. <laughs> and that was even early early on in your career too. It was, yeah. <clears throat> so, I should tell you tell you what I thought about you early on, man. Like you know, like I said, once once I saw that Genesis comeback that you made for me, I said, yeah, I, th- I think this would be the guy to send this off to. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Well, Aaron, do you got anything else? Um, we want to get uh, Matt Grossman in here, and then we're going to work on wrapping it up because it is eleven and. I do got to sleep tonight. No, man, I appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the, uh, the chance to chime in and, uh, talk with you and, uh, be a part of the very first live episode. It's been an honor and a privilege as always. And, uh, anybody else wants to chime in? Yeah. Go right ahead, man. Hop on deck. All right, brother. Well, well, thank you for jumping in. Thank you for testing with me today too. That was awesome. And, uh, Let's uh, let's catch up. We got plenty more free agency uh, for the Bucks coming, I'm sure, and plus draft. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, we all still have plenty of free time on our hands too for the near foreseeable yeah. future. So yeah, man, for sure. Yeah. All right, brother. Thanks, Aaron. Yep. So um, we got in the chat room. Um, Michael Betterman says Vince McMahon doesn't sleep, pal. Well, Chris Morgan does. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So we're gonna unmute Matt Grossman. Are you ready? Or you got anything that you want to say? Uh, 
I'm good. All right. Matt, you're on. What's up, buddy? Hey, can you guys hear me? Perfect. Yes. Beautiful. Uh, so I figured this would be a good time to ask this question since it's 11 o'clock at night. So why do you you and Rick have to be so fucking awesome? Um, I, I, do, I really don't want to answer that because that would be looked at as pompous and arrogant. And I and I hear enough of those things about myself from the community. Oh, damn, dude. Uh, shoot. I'm just going to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's good enough for me, man. Uh, shit, I wish I had a better question uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> hey, real, real quick, while, while we're catching our breath, Greg, Greg's getting ready to dip out. Greg, thanks for joining us. He says, I've had a great yes. time listening tonight while putting together this nightmare of a closet organizer for my son's room. It's been... S- much more pleasant than I than doing it in silence. So you're welcome, Greg. Thank you for tuning in for the first ever ha- Halloween Unleashed live. So appreciate it. Thanks. All right, so we're back with you, Matt. You're back on. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. No, dude, that's cool, man. Um, shit. Uh, how about this? Uh, what are your guys's uh next plans for the future when it comes to mass making? I don't know if this has been answered yet. I'm going to make a pocket pussy. Uh, can I be the first guy to own the proto? After I test it. After I test it. It's going to play, play the Halloween theme as soon as you insert. Actually, it's going to be a pumpkin-shaped <laughs> vagina. Does it have spunk, pumpkin spice flavor to it? Only in the butthole. <laughs> oh, that's the best part. Oh, hell yeah, man. I'm really excited for this. <laughs> and since it's going to be my personal copy, I'm I'm going to be uh, selling it for like $8,000. I'll take it, man. Uh, also, I would love a signature from you from it. <laughs> but damn oh it, though. God. I really... Uh, shit, it is late at night. I know you guys are going to be calling night. I wish I could have joined earlier, but I had shit going on. But figured, hey, man, you know, figured why chat with you guys. No man, it's cool. Man. Yeah, man. It's like, yeah, that's 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 what we said. We're gonna take three, three or four more, and uh, then then we're gonna work on wrapping it up. So I mean, yeah, you got us, you got mm-hmm. us here. If you got some things that you want to bullshit about, I mean, yeah, we'll 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 stay around for a few minutes. I know I'm speaking for Rick, and I do apologize. No, I, dude, I'm a. I usually don't go to bed till midnight or later, so I, this is still early for me. <laughs> no, no, I hear you, man. I gotta get up at uh, freaking uh, what time is it? Yeah, I gotta get up at five thirty. I keep forgetting that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah, you're. Um, tell. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit for for those that don't know, and if you don't want me putting this out on the podcast, I won't. But your family's involved in making maple syrup, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, my grandfather he started making maple syrup around. Uh, 1987, I believe. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! That is very awesome, yeah. and I still have uh, a bottle up in my freezer. It's almost gone at this point. That uh, from last season, uh, Matt sent sent down, and uh, this is before I realized I had a, a a gluten allergy and all this other stuff. But I mean, I was eating that shit 
um, just kind of like they said in Wedding Crashers, I was putting maple syrup in my hair to keep it up. You know, after a long week. You know, it was. It's really that good. It really is. Um, oh, okay. We could, I you know, I know everything about maple syrup. I put it on my French toast. I put it on my pancakes. <laughs> put it in my hair after a long week. What do you think holds it up there, Slick? <laughs> no, uh, fuck. Uh, you know, this season might come to an end early. Uh, like I said in the chat earlier, I was out with my brother. You know, helping him out, and here I am back to civilization. <laughs> uh, Michael wow. Bitterman says that Matt has great, <clears throat> Matt has great hair. Uh, thank you, Michael. Uh, I try my best. Uh, figure out doing it before possibly I might go bald or something. <laughs> he does yeah. not use the lawnmower three Oh shit! Oh damn! Did you miss that part of the show? Yes, I did. Uh, uh, sorry you'll, about that. You'll, you'll hear it on uh, Thank God It's Unleashed Friday, right? Oh, hell yeah. T-G-I-U-F. T-G- yeah, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> easy, <laughs> easy for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> I had a couple of drinks out there with my brother, you know, helping him out boiling that syrup. Uh, I see Chad, uh, you know, commenting on it. You know, yeah. We got plenty of syrup for you, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Where's Chris Baber? He loves he loves. Uh, oh, he's he's oh, serious, man. Yeah, yeah. That, that's an <laughs> older conversation, I believe. Uh, joke you guys got going, right? Yeah, he yeah. still he still can't live it down. And I, oh I, my god, he's a good he's a good sport about it. But that that night, I I don't think in a thread I sat and laughed so hard, and I he was probably sitting back getting just fucking irritated Dude, but it was that, great that 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 thread that thread got vulgar in record time man like that thing went <laughs> south and it was it was like one of those threads that it should have never it should have never been anything but like a few comments saying ooh or ah or whatever but that thing went south in a hurry and and continued on for a while. Well, for those that are in the chat that don't know what it was, it started off with he said, "Hey, whose salad do I have to toss in here to to get That's one of it. these things?" And I'm like, "Well, if you're talking about tossing someone's salad, are you talking about with jelly or syrup? Because I prefer syrup." <laughs> That's how it started. <laughs> I got some of that dark syrup if anyone wants that. (laughs) (laughs) All hands on deck, whoever wants that dark. I I, I keep, uh, you know, we keep getting off the subject here, but, I mean, you guys run this as business with with the maple syrup business. So if people out there that love maple syrup, and we got about a thousand listeners a week that's going to hear this, you know, are, are you guys, I mean, obviously right now things are a little up in the air with the coronavirus, but you guys, do yeah. ship, you guys do ship, co- correct? Or Well, actually, um, we never shipped before until, you know, I started talking to you, Matt and Jim and, you know, that was just kind of on my own part, you know, cause you guys are, oh. you know, cool buddies and Rick too. I mean, if you want to want some syrup, uh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am syrup. I got you some fucking syrup. No, um, dude, I, I would, I would love, I would love to get some of your syrup. But every time now, probably forever. I got that dark stuff. The, the words, the word syrup is always gonna just be tainted. It's literally tainted 
No pun, no pun intended. Tanks. I hear you, man. Yeah. As they're becoming, you know, part of the community and stuff, I see the server post is like, shit, can I really post anything without it being, you know, like a non joke? Every time, every time I hear the word syrup, I picture Chris Baber's face. It's hard. Uh, when he listens oh, to this. Uh, oh, God. And Chris, Chris is Chris is like one of the best guys I've met in this hobby, and uh, yeah, you know yeah, I will say that about guy. him. He is just he's a all guy. around, all oh, around definitely. awesome, and uh, so yeah, no, no, no. no. I, seems like a pretty cool guy. Oh, sorry for interrupting, yeah. guys. No, he yeah. he 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 totally is. I mean, he. Like I said, he's a trooper. I mean, I, I bust his balls, but I mean, he's he really is a nice guy. <clears throat> yep, he's awesome. Chad Chad Morphus <laughs> wants wants some syrup, tainted or not. He said, <laughs> "Oh man, uh, <laughs> might as well go <laughs> and taint it for him. Yeah, give him I will. I mean, I could personally go do that tomorrow if he really wants well, to." Do- <laughs> Do this, you know, because I mean, you, you haven't heard it yet, but if you go to manscaped.com oh, and use the promo code <laughs> unleash, you'll get 20% off free shipping w- with that promo code. Get no yourself, way. get yourself the new crop preserver. It, you know, it's an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, and then get the lawnmower <laughs> 2.0. And once you've got some smooth and anti-chafed good smelling nuts you just dip that shit right in the syrup and now you just tainted it but you did it nicely for him <laughs> damn it Chris damn it. You got, sorry you got me on that one was, was there a disclaimer warning at the beginning of the podcast yeah, like a like a year ago. Everyone that comes out, it's explicit. <laughs> hope, uh, hope, uh, whoever purchased syrup, you know, just to give you guys a heads up. There might be some lion hair in there. <laughs> well, no, because you're going to buy the lawnmower 3.0, and so like uh, Michael Betterman says in the chat room, after manscaping, you spread some syrup on them smooth balls, and your balls will thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, does that come with blue chew and a red uh, red bridge beer? Shit! I mean, well, you you can't get the red bridge in New York, can you? Oh, that's right. Yeah, fuck, I forgot about fuck New York. Um, I don't mean to get you know political. But fuck New York. I can't even get red bridge here. So <laughs> if you got a gluten allergy up there, they just say to hell with it. You gotta you gotta deal with it. No, nah, I got a syrup allergy. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's crazy. See, this is this is proof that the mere mention of the word syrup can take any conversation off its path. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, man. Definitely. You know, after after the visions of all that, you know, dipping the balls in the syrup, I just picture you just in your uh, just in your personality, just waving your 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 syrupy nuts over someone's mouth and go, "Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey, motherfucker." <laughs> Sick man, sick. <laughs> Damn it, you guys are fucking killing me right now. I can't, I can't think of anything to talk about else. Just, just talk about syrup. 
<laughs> well, Michael Bitterman uh, just says, once you shave them nuts, send Chris some before and after pics. I would rather not have those. No thanks. Nah, it's going to be a gross scene, man. You might want to fucking gouge your eyes out after that. <laughs> I I hope you guys know some of this isn't going to make it because people are going to be like, I, I tuned in for a Halloween yeah. podcast. Not yeah, something sure. about people yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Their nuts and off, syrup. But uh, I actually do have a question for you guys. Now, before I joined in here, you know, I was out. I'm sorry, mentioned surf again. I was out there doing, and I hardly had horrible connection. But was there anything like really important that I missed? You know, with the V75 take, or that's a pretty stupid question, I guess. <laughs> well, let me go back to my notes. Back in 2012, January. No, I'm just kidding. Tell us, um, what's um. What's your favorite Halloween movie? Let's get it back on, get it back grounded here. Okay, all right. Um, if you say seventy-eight, that's just that doesn't count because that's everybody's favorite. Yep, uh, I'm gonna have to go with four. Four. Okay. Yeah, I'm. That's. Yeah. I. I constantly say that's the last good sequel that they've made. So tell me. Yeah, me, me too, man. I, I just. I feel like it had that vibe to it. Like you, I've heard you in the podcast say you no. Know, it had that Halloween vibe to it, just like with six. I, and that's probably my next favorite. I mean, I'm sorry to say it's like when I was younger, I used to not really care for six. But as I got older, you know, learned to appreciate it more. You know, fucking six is pretty top notch. But I, I got to put four in front of it. I say six for the atmosphere, the soundtrack, and just, yeah, you know, the the lovable characters in there. But uh, as far as quality goes like that, that really hit the, hit the beats and was really, really well done was for. Oh, definitely. And I, I don't know. I just love the scene. One of my favorite scenes is when in part four is after you had those kids joking around, you know, there's one Myers guy over there. There's another Myers guy over there. Holy shit. Loomis. Look at this. And then, after all that's done, you just they pull away and just see him standing there behind the cop car with the like fog. Yeah, you know, that was cool as shit. And it's like holy shit, there he fuck. I'm getting goosebumps right now talking about it. <laughs> schoolhouse, where's the schoolhouse? <laughs> it's over there. <laughs> Come, we'll be safe there. <laughs> fuck off, Wade. <laughs> <laughs> But the, just everything, you know, like uh, like you said in the podcast before, you know, it was shot in Salt Lake, right? Yep. Four, and five, that, and six. Four, five, and then I thought, you know, it couldn't get better just you know, that time of year, too. It was fall. And I just love the mask, too. I mean, I love it was a Kirk-style mask, I believe, right? If my knowledge has been caught up with it. Yep. Yep. And, and, I, that, I mean, there was even a, a real Kirk in, in, in the shot from the schoolhouse. And, uh, you know, apparently that was right when um, the lawsuits and stuff were starting to happen between Shatner's camp and Don Post and all that shit. So that's why they had to go back and reshoot some of it and change it all up. Right, right. Yep. And, oh, uh, shit. But no, uh, part four, you know, I... I got to say, you know, other than H1, that's definitely my favorite, then part six. Yep. I mean, I could, I, I, I'm sorry, I could say part two, mm -hmm. 
Uh, I just feel like that could be, uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm kind of buzzed right now from before with that syrup, that dark syrup. I think we lost Rick. Rick, you there, bud? Hey, I'm here. For some reason, it, it went to mute. I didn't do it. I think yeah, I just purposely I just, did it. I just un- unmuted you. Do you got <laughs> anything else? Because uh, if not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wrap things up with Rick, and then we're going to get out of here for the night. Uh, no, just the only thing I got left is uh, thank you guys for letting me join in here, and thank you for you know letting me be a part of this community and being friends with you. Yeah, man. I mean, You're yep, a good guy, man. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I hope, I hope we can do this again. I mean, I've had some, you know, I don't know how long we've been chatting for here, but I've had a great time so far. Yeah, no, I've, I've had a good time too. And it seems like, uh, everybody else that joined, I didn't expect a lot of people tonight. Um, just cause it was kind of thrown together this afternoon and mm-hmm. it's the first time that we ever did it. So, and it's not within the social media realm. It's a separate site, separate system separate system you know people are probably going to have some issues getting into it but i think it's worked out really 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 smooth and to be honest with you i wouldn't mind jumping on doing a doing a live episode uh, at least once a month you know that's oh hell yeah kind of the idea um it sucks i kind of wish i wasn't stupid before i was like how the fuck do i join this thing oh yeah i got you know, download this app and then type in the freaking ID number and shit. <laughs> I guess I didn't realize everybody was going to be doing it from their phones. I probably should have assumed, but I knew I yeah, was gonna be sitting, sitting in front of my computer. So I'm like, I, I'm sure everybody else is going to as well, but I didn't realize that. Um, one of the things I, I do want to throw out when uh, I don't want anybody to leave the chat yet that's still in because I got news to announce so stay tuned all right well thank you guys again you know for letting me join you guys have a good night you too you too matt stay safe all right yep drink plenty of syrup yep for sure (laughs) the dark kind all right later guys it's been fun take care bro i think uh, i think baber's gonna hit him up for a couple of gallons oh my gosh oh he may or may not. He's Baber's <laughs> going to hear this episode and say that motherfucker. <laughs> I, I know, man. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, man. I, I appreciate you kind of jumping in. You were just going to jump in and bullshit, and then you ended up kind of co-hosting. So yeah, it was fun, man. Uh, it's you know, like you had mentioned at the beginning, the last time. <clears throat> we tried something like this that we kind of had that meltdown and uh it was nice that this uh this worked so it did it 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 took me a while <laughs> today to kind of figure it out and find the right thing but you know we've had a lot of really really positive support um to help us pay the bills and you know doing these uh these dick reads and uh dick products yeah. and all this stuff i mean yeah. hey you know it, it allows us to be able to do fun shit like this and oh yeah so you know that's that's why i do it um yeah. but but the news um you know i I'm, i know you weren't on the list but you know that about the poster that marianne hagan was signing for everybody correct yes she signed all 75 uh there were 75 copies uh there was 
25 of them, if I'm not mistaken, that were pre-sold. So there's 50 left. And so she personalized and 22 of them were, were, were personalized. So, um, she personalized everybody's that ordered the personalization and, um, I'm going to get those out ASAP. Um, as soon as I can, I'm, I'm a little nervous sending them out because of the mail, not knowing where it's, what's going on with all the shutdowns and all that. So, um, I don't mind holding them here for everybody that, uh, you know, that could be worried about that stuff too. Um, but, you know, I'm, it's, it's up to you guys, but, um, but pretty much, uh, what we're looking at is, um, there's 50 left and they're not going to be personalized for the remainder because I, I told everybody I, I'm jumping on mom. I'm going to send these to her. And she held them for a few days to see if we would get any more. But then the coronavirus thing really just broke out and that became everybody's issue. So um, pretty much we're at a point now where um, if you want them, they're here. Um, and I can get uh, everybody information on the non-personalized ones um, if you just send me a direct message on Facebook, or if you got me on Instagram and you hear this, uh, shoot me a message there. I'll be happy to, to hook you up with some information. Yeah, that's awesome. She did that for, for you guys. So very cool of her to participate. And I got to reach out to Sandy Johnson this week too, because, uh, we're supposed to hook up and do an, do an interview, but, uh, she said to reach out to her at the end of March she might have a little bit more time on her hands because I know she was doing yeah. some conventions and I know a lot of those have been canceled. So, Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to reach out to her and set up a time and a day and all that stuff. Awesome. She's so nice. She is. Very and nice. <clears throat> I'm not going to mention the guy's name because I'm not going to give him any publicity, but the guy, but the prick who fucking, uh, you know, asked yeah, her to Jesus. send him pictures of her tits or whatever it was. I'm like, you know, what a fucking a-hole, man. Just, yeah, that's just idiotic, man. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> what else you got, man? You got anything that you want to add before we kill it for the night? or? I don't think so, man. Uh, I think I'm good. And like I said, this was kind of an impromptu thing. I happened to see you guys were doing this tonight, and I thought, oh, I'll jump in and listen for a while. And uh, didn't really have any any intention of like jumping in and and chatting, but it it was fun, man. I you know I'd be up for doing this again for sure. Yeah, me too. And I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if it was Grossman or if it was Bitterman. I I, I don't know. It could have been Chad too, but uh, somebody said, "Man, you ought to get Rick on the show at some point and do an interview." I said, <laughs> "I've been trying to get him on since." for like a year and i said i i think he's having nightmares from that live episode that <laughs> shut down a couple of years back because he's been yeah. mia on a recording ever since <laughs> <laughs> no so. no not at all so uh no you're yeah, you're also definitely busy game and uh, uh you know maybe we can get mad on sometime and uh see who else we can uh you guys can get on there yeah for sure well, cool, man. Well, everybody, the from Rick 
from Dylan, from, from, from earlier and from myself, you know, thank you for joining the first ever Halloween unleashed live. And, uh, we'll figure out when we're going to do this again, but I definitely appreciate everybody that gave up a night to come hang out with us and talk about, uh, shaving their nuts and, you know, getting some maple syrup smeared all over it and gargling on them a little bit. And then some mask talk. Oh yeah. There was, there was a little bit of that too. But <laughs> uh, yep, I appreciate appreciate everyone's compliments and uh, and your partic- participation for sure. Sorry. Well, <clears throat> you know, I'll just say, man, you 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 deserve all the love that you're getting. And uh, the one thing about it is, is when we first started talking, I I remember just saying just saying uh, to Aaron, we didn't even get to this earlier, but I said. He reminds me a lot of me when I got into to doing this, and that is, you know, just, you know, the the poison hadn't gotten to you, and you were just that pure, like, I just want to make masks, and I'm <laughs> passionate, I love Halloween, and, you know, yeah. you were just, you were a sponge, man. You were there to soak up as much info as you could, and the thing is, is the more the more your work became in demand, you know, you stayed just who you are. And that's, that's one of the yeah. reasons I can call you a brother and a friend. And, uh, it sucks. We only got to hang out for just a couple hours, uh, last July. Cause I, I could, yeah. Hang out with y'all oh my gosh. Day. Yeah. Wait. That was bittersweet, man. Bittersweet. Yeah. It was awesome, but not near enough time, but hopefully we'll be able to set something up again. And, uh, well, and, at the uh, rate that we time. were going, because we were start, we started drinking by like nine thirty or ten o'clock. By the, at the rate we were going, uh, we would have been passed out in one of those cabanas uh, by the end. We would have, we yeah. would have, yeah, by was, late afternoon. Yeah, I was, I was drunk when I left. So, and I had a barbecue to do that evening. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was fun, dude. That was fun. Good beer, good atmosphere. It was fun. Yeah, it was great. All right, man. Well, have a good night. Stay safe. and You, you know. too. All right. Take care. Well, that's going to do it from me and from everybody here uh, from Halloween Unleashed Live. We appreciate it, and we will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to Halloween Unleashed featuring the cutting room floor. Be sure to follow us at anchor.fm slash Halloween Unleashed and on our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash groups slash Halloween Unleashed. For all video versions of the cutting room floor, please visit youtube.com slash user slash DylanCloud97 and subscribe. Be sure to share our episodes on social media and we'll be back next week with an all new episode.